الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين وبعد My brothers and sisters, we talk about uh, in career planning, we talk about goal setting and we say that any career is dependent on the kind of goals you set. So whatever your career is, if you set the right kind of goals, then the chances of success are higher. And that's easy to understand because, for example, if I walk out of this building and uh, then if I'm standing there looking puzzled and somebody says, uh, where do you want to go? And I say, well, I don't know. Can you guide me? Can anybody guide me? Nobody in the world can guide me. Unless I know where I want to go. Supposing I tell the person I want to go to such and such a place, can you guide me? Then they, then they will say, yeah, yes or no, or, you know, if they can't find, if they don't know where it is, they'll find somebody else and so on. But if I say, they're asking me, where do you want to go? I said, I don't know. Can you guide me? How can anyone guide you? I mean, if you don't know where you want to go, how can anyone guide you? Now, my submission is that that is our situation today with regard to our goals. We live in a material world and we have been somehow told and we have believed this garbage that the only goals that matter are material goals. Including in the work of Deen and Dawa, I mean, this is an absolute tragedy and I don't understand if people who should have more sense have so little. Even in the work of Deen and Dawa, the goals are material. How many Facebook likes? How many people are watching the video? What kind of... Uh, what did you rake in at your conference? How much money did you make in the conference? How many people came? Uh, was Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala pleased or not? I have yet to see this statement in any uh, of these things. So goals are all material. Now, if you look at our beings, we have a material aspect to ourselves, which is our bodies which are sitting here, which is perishable, which is in a state of decline. After you are born and once you reach, you know, your peak oil, after that there is only one slope. Nobody comes back up the slope. There is only one direction, southwards. Yet, our entire focus is on that body. Feeding that body, looking after that body, finding material for that body, finding safety for that body and so on and so on and so on. All of which are material goals focused on something which is perishable. There is another aspect to ourselves which is our soul, our ruh, which existed before this body and which will exist after this body. I challenge you absolutely, go anywhere, go to any school, go to any college, go to any corporate organization and before you go anywhere, sit down for yourself. Yeah, I mean, those of you who are listening to this, for the reminder, you, uh, you have a, the cat is out of the bag as far as you are concerned, but be serious and honest with yourself and say, if I told you before I said all of this, if I gave you a piece of paper and I say, 
write down your life goals which one of you would have written the rida of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala i don't know maybe all of you are awliya allah maybe all of them all of you would have written that wallah haram which of us would have written my number one goal is the rida of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that allah must be pleased with me not to say that if you write material goals if you say that my financial goal is that i must be worth so much by age 40 uh, i must have this kind of property uh, if i have an organization my organization should be at this level uh, you know uh, physically i should look like uh, arnold schwarzenegger uh, 20 years after he retired at least that much huh? I mean my point is that whatever you say i'm not saying that those things are all haram or false or they are useless and truth no all of that is important also i mean allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us this body this body is a trust and therefore to maintain the body physically uh, to have financial goals to have goals for your family and so on and so forth all of this is good alhamdulillah nothing wrong with that but my point is end of the day all of that no matter how much of it you have no matter how little of it you have all of it is going to come to an end rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said when a man dies the only three things that remain and what are they the duas of any pious children that he left behind this refers this refers to biological children as well as students and so on because the next one he said is any beneficial knowledge that he communicated and people act on it and so on and the third one is any works of ongoing goodness sadqatul jariya which the person may have done you know dug a well or this that hospital what not so the point is that we all know this we all know this we all know all these hadith we all know the references the point is are we living our lives like that the goal setting of ourselves our whole unfortunately our whole development model is faulty it is seriously flawed because if i ask you to define development you will define development in a material sense only how many of us define development as khushu in my sala is that a goal that i must have concentration in my sala Is it a goal that my dua should be accepted by Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala? Is this a goal? Yeah, whether your dua is accepted or I'm not, I'm saying, do you have this as a goal that Allah must accept my dua? What is it that I can do to make my dua accepted by Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala? And as I said, the example I give you, if I'm standing there looking puzzled, you say, please, can you guide me? And you say, where are you? Where do you want to go? I don't know. then how can anybody guide you so if you have no goal itself if the rida of allah is not your goal your spiritual development can you even define what is spiritual development can you even define if i ask you physical development i'm sure you can define that that bicep size so much waist size should be so much right thigh so much what not what not financial i can i'm sure you can define all of that but what about spiritual if i tell you spiritual development so yeah everybody is not say yeah very very important very important okay so what is the meaning of spiritual development please define 
We have no clue. We have no clue what is the meaning of spiritual development. We'll have to go and look up in some book somewhere. Uh, maybe Ibn Qayyim al-Jawziya said it or somebody said it. He said it himself. What is yours? What is the meaning of spiritual development? What is the spirit? Are you in touch with your spirit? Can you define it? If I ask you, where is your ankle, you know that. Where is your elbow, you know that. Where is your spirit? And you know and I know that when that spirit leaves this body, your ankle and elbow will remain in the same place. I don't know how many of you have given a ghusl to a janaza. You must do it. This is a very important thing to do. Actual bathe, actually bathe a dead body. Hmm? And if you do that, are you? That also, if you do it without consciousness, then may Allah help you. But if you do it with consciousness, then something very, very seriously will hit you like a hammer on the head. To say that there is no difference whatsoever between this man who is lying in front of me and myself. Absolutely no difference. Except one. And that difference is, his spirit has left his body. Khalas. That's it. His ruh is no longer in this body. Mine is still in my body. So I am bathing him. If my ruh had left and his ruh was there, he would be bathing me. No difference. The first time I gave ghusl to a janaza, this thing struck me so hard. Alhamdulillah, this has remained with me. Absolutely. The man looked like he was asleep. That he was sleeping, nothing else. No difference. He just looked like he was sleeping. The man is dead. If the same man, if I had seen him actually sleeping, unless I, I concentrated to see whether his chest is rising and falling and so on and so forth, there would be no difference. He would look like that. He would look like he was dead. So this rule, which spells the difference between life and death, do we know where it is? Do we know what it is? Are we in touch with it? Have you any understanding whatsoever? When we say spiritual development, ruhani, tarbiyat, all only alphas, only words, only words, only words. Because ruhani, tarbiyat, bolne wale ko khud pata nahi ke ruh kya hai. Usko khud pata nahi ke ruhani, tarbiyat kisko bolte hai. Alphas janta hai. Tarbiyat khud ki to hui nahi kabhi. So, Tarbiyat kaisa samjayega? You're talking about the Tarbiyat of the Ruh. You never had it. You don't know what it is. You just know this term. Ruhani Tarbiyat. Very nice. So, what? What is the meaning of Ruhani Tarbiyat? Tarbiyat of the Ruh is what? You don't even know where the Ruh is. You don't know how to connect with this Ruh of yours. You don't know what it does. What is the food of the Ruh? It's a living being, no? So, it needs some sustenance. What is, what is it? What is the food? What is the exercise of the ruh? All of these questions, if I ask you about the body, you will answer me. What are the toxic substances which make the ruh sick? Which destroy the, the uh, 
tranquility and the peace of the ruh. Which, what is the toxicity? I mean, if I ask you, what is toxic to the body? You will say cigarettes and alcohol and drugs and this and this. Okay, fine. Understand. Alhamdulillah. What about the ruh? That has toxicity. There is a huge element of toxicity which affects the ruh. What is that? Toxicity. My point is, unless we are clear in our minds about these things, how are you going to set developmental goals for yourself? And if you do not set developmental goals for yourself, then how is it that we are going to go in the right direction? That is the reason why it is not accidental. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not reveal this Quran accidentally. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that is the reason why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Fatiha taught us a dua. And what is that dua? Ihdina sirat al-mustaqim. Guidance to the way. What is the goal? Which direction must I go in? What is this path? And that path of steadfastness because I know that if I really want to reach some place, not only must I know the right road, I must stick to the right road and I must continue to walk on the right road. Simply knowing the road is not enough. That is one step. Obviously, you need to know the road. If you don't even know the road, that's a different thing. But if you know the road also, there is no guarantee that you will reach the destination. If I know the road and I go and sit down on this road, what will happen? You will get run over. What else will happen? So just knowing the road is not enough. Even being and sitting on this road is not. Sitting on the road is absolutely a very bad idea. So you need to know the road. I know the road. I am not sitting on it. I am walking on it. And then I see some, you know, Pagdandi, some, some side track somewhere. Looks nice. I go off. And somebody calls me from somewhere else. Then I go off. Then I still won't reach. Even though I am on the right road, I still will not reach my destination because I have no steadfastness in that. One day I am halfway on the road, next day I am somewhere else and then I come back and maybe I don't come back and God knows what happens. So you still will not reach the destination even though you know the destination, even though you know the right road, even though you are walking on the right road, unless there is steadfastness and consistency of sticking to that road, you will not reach the destination. Now, all of that's the reason why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Ihdina sirat al-mustaqeem. Number one dua, Ihdina sirat al-mustaqeem. Oh Allah, show, show me, guide me to that road of righteousness and steadfastness. The goal is right, the road is right and sticking on this road, staying on this road. My submission is, sit down and write down what are your developmental goals and see in it what are your spiritual developmental goals? And don't just write words. Think about it. Think about it. Reflect on it. Think about it. And say, what are my spiritual goals? Because, as the hadith says, if I drop dead now, my financial goals won't matter. Or my bodybuilding won't matter. That's only so much more weight for the janadar people to carry. Huh? How many children I have or don't have won't matter. How big my house was won't matter. That's one more thing for the children to fight over, nothing else. The only thing which will matter is what was the condition of my spirit. What was the condition of my spirit? 
Ya ayyatuhan nafsul mutma'inna. Allah did not say, Ya ayyatuhal jasadul mutma'inna. Oh, body which is, no, spirit. Ya ayyatuhan nafsul mutma'inna. Irji'i ila rabbiki radiyatam marziyya. Fadkhuli fi ibadi wa adkhuli jannati. May Allah include us among those, inshallah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his tawfiq and for his tiqamat and for us to be able to live on the path that was shown to us by Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa 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 sallallahu alayhi wa sallam